And we start with a tweet and a suggestion from a city councilor that homeless people in London could be arrested as a means to get them off the street. Ward 4 Councilor Susan Stevenson is defending a tweet uh, she made where she links to an article that suggests homeless people could be arrested if they refuse counseling and shelter. The article from an American publication, Smirconish.com, proposes that those who are unhoused be offered mental health or addictions counseling and shelter to get them off the street should they refuse those services. The article states they should be arrested. Well, speaking with Mike Stubbs on London Live yesterday, Stevenson says alternatives to the current situation need to be considered, and that includes arresting homeless individuals. Homeless advocates say the suggestion is not helpful and won't solve the problem. London City Council is set to receive an update on the city's homelessness response next week. Now, London City politicians will be discussing the short-term future of the Thames Pool later today. A report going before a city committee says damage to the pool means it won't reopen until 2025 at the earliest. City staff say the repairs are not guaranteed to last either, as the location of the pool makes it susceptible to flooding and freeze-thaw cycle damage. The repairs will not be cheap. They range between $1.9 and $2.2 million. The SIU has cleared London police of any wrongdoing after a suspect was bitten by a police dog. The police watchdog was called in to investigate a canine handler after a London police dog ripped a suspect's ear almost completely off during an arrest. The Special Investigations Unit says police were called to a break-and-enter in progress back on November the 3rd. The suspect, who was already allegedly wanted on other matters, fled the scene but was eventually found in the city's south end. The SIU says the suspect scaled a fence and tried to run off before the police dog caught up to him and he was arrested. While the suspect was seriously injured. The SIU says the use of the service dog was justified. Now, patients in the early stages of Alzheimer's may soon have a new option to stave off memory loss and thinking. In a study of more than 1,700 people, an experimental drug from Eli Lilly slowed the progression of Alzheimer's by about 35%. However, experts caution the drug is not a cure and that its benefit only amounts to about a seven-month delay in the loss of memory and thinking. The drug also comes with a caution. It, like a similar drug on the market, can cause dangerous swelling or bleeding in the brain. The company has submitted the results to the Food and Drug Administration and expects a decision by the end of the year. There's no word on when or if it will be made available in Canada. Here's an incredible story. An Australian sailor and his dog have been rescued after their ship had been drifted in the Pacific Ocean for over three months. Timothy, Lindsay, Shattuck and Bella were stranded in international waters aboard his incapacitated uh, catamaran Aloha Toa when the crew of a Mexican tuna boat came across their ship. company says both man and dog were in bad shape. By the time they were found, they were lacking provisions and shelter. Shattuck told Australia's Nine News Television that he and his dog survived on raw fish and rainwater after a storm damaged his vessel and wiped out its electronics. And a Powerball 
uh, lottery jackpot in the United States has climbed up to $1 billion after no one won the grand prize in Monday's draw. It's the third time in Powerball history the jackpot has reached a $1 billion. The largest jackpot ever was $2.04 billion. That was won back in November. The next draw is tomorrow night. Meantime, in this country, the Lotto Max jackpot for tonight is now up to $70 million. That's because no one has won it in over a month. Checking out the price of gas, as expected, gas prices held steady overnight with the average price for a liter of regular this morning sitting at $1.60.9. Prices have held relatively steady over the past 10 days. Cheaper gas can be found this morning at the Costco's where they're charging $1.49.9 for a liter of regular Premium and diesel prices also held steady. In sports, the Toronto Blue Jays got some help on Monday. The Texas Rangers beat the Tampa Bay Rays 3-2, while the L.A. Dodgers defeated the Baltimore Orioles 6-4. The Jays are in third place in the AL East, five and a half games behind Tampa and four and a half games behind Baltimore. The Boston Red Sox, who trailed Toronto, shut out Oakland 7-0, while the New York Yankees, who were in last place in the division, lost 4-3 in 10 innings to the L.A. Angels. The Blue Jays had the day off yesterday. They are back in action tonight against San Diego. You can hear the game on 980 CFPL starting at 7 o'clock. Checking out what happened on this day in history in AD 64. The Great Fire of Rome began. In 1536, the English Parliament passed an act declaring the authority of the Pope void in England. In 1739, a census put Canada's population at 42,701. Canada has the distinction of completing the first modern-day headcount in an area larger than a city. That occurred in 1666 when the population of New France was recorded at 3,215. In 1812, the use of the secret ballot was introduced in Britain. In 1853, the Ontario, Simcoe and Huron Union Railroad began operating between Toronto and Brantford. In 1905, the Dominion Act created the provinces of Alberta and Saskatchewan. That was effective September the 1st. In 1932, Canada and the United States signed a treaty laying the groundwork for what eventually became the St. Lawrence Seaway. The seaway was officially opened June 26, 1959, by the Queen and U.S. President Dwight D. Eisenhower. In 1968, a Canada-wide postal strike involving 24,000 workers began. It ended August the 9th. In 1986, the world got its first look at the remains of the Titanic as videotapes of the luxury liner were released by researchers from Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution. The Titanic sank April 14, 1912, with the loss of 1,500 souls aboard the ship. In 1993, Paul Tracy won the Molson Indy in Toronto. He was the first Canadian to win the race. In 1997, DNA tests cleared David Milgard of the 1969 sexual assault and fatal stabbing of Saskatoon nursing aide Gail Miller. Milgard served 23 years in prison for the crime. The Saskatchewan government apologized to him and compensated him and ordered a public inquiry. In 2013, Detroit, the once mighty symbol of United States' manufacturing strength, became the first United States city to ever file for bankruptcy. The result of a long, slow decline in population 
and auto manufacturing. In 2018, the Toronto Raptors dealt all-star guard DeMar DeRozan, the franchise's leader in points to the San Antonio Spurs for Kawhi Leonard. And on this day in 2020, the Blue Jays were denied approval to play in Toronto amid the COVID-19 pandemic. The Trudeau government turned down the request citing danger to Canada because of all the cross-border travel that would be involved. The Blue Jays played in Buffalo instead. Happy birthday to Sam, who turns 51 today. You share a birthday with James Brolin, who turns 83. Richard Branson is 73. Golfer Nick Faldo is 66. Vin Diesel is 56. Kristen Bell is 43. And Priyanka Chopra turns 41. If you'd like to celebrate a birthday, anniversary, or a milestone, send me an email at devin at 980cfpl.ca.